The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com. Welcome to a brand new episode. Oh, I've already forgot the name of the episode. It's there on your screen. <laughs> Meet the Toe Hills. That's it. Meet the Toe Hills. Uh, that's the name of the episode. You'll find out why. Uh, most of us are, are here for the episode. Um, I'm just going to warn you now. Get your tissues. We are going to talk about Chadwick Moseman. And uh, that's the first, like, you know, 20 minutes of the show. So if, if, if you don't have tissues, I would suggest you hit pause now. Get some or fast forward if you just don't want to. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're going to talk about all, but if you stay till the end, Rebecca Frost saw New Mutants. Yes, she braved the theater for y'all. Yes, and she'll tell you all about it coming up. So stand by. Uh, we, of course, have a great time here on this free podcast. And this free podcast is made available to uh, y'all and to us because of our fine sponsors. And uh, this will continue to be free as long as possible. Uh, of course, uh, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, big sponsor. Free Comic Book Day may have been canceled this year, but they are giving away free Comic Book Day comics all summer long. Uh, go in and see if they uh, what they have. Uh, they've been putting out different ones every week. And uh, again, these are the free Comic Book Day ones, so you can just go in and get them. Wear your mask, though. Uh, hold service is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Also, our friends at Haster Games, locally owned and operated. That is very important. 6831 South State Street. Now, they're doing the uh, drive-up service. If, if you want that, you can go on their website, hastergames.com, and, and buy your stuff, and then call them when you get to the parking lot. They'll bring it out to you. But uh, they, uh, Haster Games, locally owned and operated. Of course, uh, uh, you know, they got all your role playing games, miniature board games, dice, uh, all that good stuff, and comic books as well, just so you know. Haster Games, 6831 South State Street in Salt Lake City. Let's get to this new episode. Uh, don't forget about our Patreon, it uh, helps buy grocery money for the panelists if you like what they do here. Uh, it's very affordable. Go to patreon.com slash geekshowpodcast. We've got all kinds of exclusive content on there for you. Stuff you can only get if you're a Patreon. And like I said, it's very affordable. I mean, come on. Tree fitty? Tree fitty. Yeah. All right. Let's get to this uh, brand new episode. Meet the Toe Hills, please, to enjoy. Welcome back to our respective basements, bedrooms, and boudoirs. We, it's Are you calling my room a boudoir? Well, I with have... those fancy sheer curtains with lights behind you. This is my streamer light setup because uh, <laughs> I don't stream anything, but I don't want people at work to see my fitness pole that I installed. Hey, It's a fitness pole. Oh! A yeah. fitness pole. Where are you fitting yep. that pole? 
right here in this room. Ah, I got you. <laughs> right over there. <laughs> it's a support. It's, a, it's, it's load bearing. It's load bearing. It's holding up the ceiling. Yes, Sorry, exactly. guys. This uh, pole is load bearing. <laughs> right now, right now, though, right now, though uh, Rebecca's fitness whole Arby sandwich in her throat. Hell yeah! I'm a fit this. I'm a fit this whole box of curly fries I'd into be, my gullet. I'd be uh, lying if I said I wasn't jealous that I was not eating. That I'm not eating Arby's right now. You should be. Guess who's got the meats? I do. Is it you? I bet it's you. I do. (laughs) Nope. Rebecca's got the meats. She's got the meats. She's Rebecca Frost, everybody. I know I've told you a thousand times before, but my parents met at an Arby's. Yeah. (laughs) It's in her blood. It's in my blood. Flows through my veins. Um, Horsey sauce is the shit, man. Mm -hmm. Not for me. Um, Later on, later on, I'll have a full account for you guys. Um, I went to the movie theater. Oh my oh, gosh. Yes, I want to hear about this. Oh, yes. I want to hear about her, this. She risked her fucking life for you, motherfuckers. <laughs> and all I got was this lousy Trolls World Tour t-shirt that was heavily discounted. Totally worth it. <laughs> uh, he thinks it's totally worth it. He's too tall. Tony, quad T, everyone. Hey, guess who doesn't have Arby's or a Trolls t-shirt? <laughs> this guy. You want, you want some? Yeah, I can tell you. Uh, I can tell yeah. you where to get a ton of Troll, Trolls World Tour merch that nobody has bought. <laughs> at a movie right. theater? Is it at a movie theater? It, it's at a movie theater. Ah. <laughs> Check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony or on the Gadget Spot. All right. He thinks horsey horsey sauce is the shit. He's mm-hmm. Shannon Barnes and everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Would you put it in your drink? Would you put horsey sauce in your beverage? No, no. It's only for a regular roast beef sandwich. I mean, maybe with some Campari. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I looked at I looked at that T-shirt mm-hmm. that we got last night, the Campari T-shirt, and I gagged a little. <laughs> you guys got T-shirts? Well, Jimmy brought stuff for my birth. Jimmy Santangelo is who we're talking about. We did, Sue surprised me with a little gathering up here in the backyard, social distance with a, a, a Negroni lesson and wine pairing and food with uh, Jimmy Santangelo. And he, and, at the end, gave us uh, you know some, some gifts. Mine wasn't a T-shirt, Shannon. Mine is actually a bag. That, Ours was a bag as well. You got, Yours was a bag, yeah. And you, mm-hmm. and you got that cool tool, too. Yeah, that, that bartender tool. Huh? Yeah. Someday um, I'll use. And by the way, that food was, uh, where, where was that from? Uh, provision. Provision. Yeah. Ooh, Holy tasty. shit. So good. Very good. Yeah. Oh, so, so good. I'm not a gnocchi fan. I'm not, I don't, you know, but that was. I love I am now. Gnocchi I am now. good. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, yeah. I'm, try, oh, I'm trying to find a way to, gnocchi, you're not a gnocchi Gnocchi fan. You, I can't do it. I, no, no gnocchi um, fan. I can't and by do the it. Way, yeah. uh, I will do my best. Uh, Carrie, Carrie Lee got to witness uh, me completely fucking tatered last night. It's never happened before. Come either. on, no, Shannon. But like, no, it's like, not like we haven't no, seen no, that. No, no, no. I'm talking <laughs> fucking tatered. Yeah, yeah. Like, so no, am I. Um, <laughs> No, not like this. You, they gotta see extra tatered, like like uh, five tatered, five full taters. Yeah, you've seen me probably two tatered. But it's, last it's night po- I was like I was like five tatered. I kept it's saying this. Nineteen though, so I'm. Yeah, dude, but like you gotta live. 
this hasn't happened in a really long time. It was like I had uh, early onset dementia. Because <laughs> I, I just kept saying the same five things over and over and over again. Five tatered. Five things. And, uh, and um, they found a really good way to piss me off last night. <laughs> As Lee said before we started, I would start saying the same thing again. And, and so you start to tell us. Yeah. And then they'd finish the story. They'd interrupt my story <laughs> and finish it for with you. my story. <laughs> uh, and, and then well, I'd be like, "Fuck you guys!" And uh, speaking of gnocchi, as I told you, there are some people who don't understand pasta. So let me see if I can get this to play here. That's a pasta. Gnocchi oh my god! Is, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Tony. It's a round. Oh my god, Tony! Here we. Here it's we go. Made out of potato. Don't understand it. Oh, I went too far. I'll just start from the beginning. You like egg on toast? Because that's all I can cook. I can't do pasta. Don't understand it. It needs to be soft and hard at the same time. Shove off. To just boil dough. And the idiots go mad for it. Sausages I'm not bad at. <laughs> what is that right. from? Uh, it's a show called Breeders. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, Martin yeah. Martin Freeman. Very funny show. And and in the and then they'll have a character on the show, and then suddenly not. Uh, I can't get into it. Uh, <laughs> it was a very good show. Anyway, uh, oh, he's a fan of gnocchi now. He is Lee George Cade. Yep, I was no gnocchi nut before last night. But <laughs> now I find that, that I'm that good. completely nattered with gnocchi. Uh, it's good stuff. No, but do you know who should do you know who should get into the pasta game? Mm. Arby's. No. Spaghetti sandwich. We got the pasta. I love our we own, got the bolognese. I don't know. Yeah, I just oh, don't yeah. want that five for five gnocchi at Arby's. But um, <laughs> seriously, had the the dreamiest time last night. I woke up just smiling with a splitting headache. Um, <laughs> but, you guys drink water. Me. Oh, I did. I did. Well, I drank a whole thing of smart water last night. But uh, I, I just help. realized. I realized this afternoon after I, or this morning after I finished my walk and was getting ready for the Geek Show recording and I went out to the garage to check my 3D printers to make sure that the print batches were going and I stopped and said, holy shit, I've become that geek. I have to go. It's not, it's not like, you know, when you live on the farm and you have to go check the eggs and milk the cows. I'm like, oh, I got to run out to the garage and make sure the print batches are going okay. <laughs> I got to check my harvest, my yeah, print harvest. Exactly. So I, I, love, I love this part of the future we're living in. The post-apocalyptic wasteland that everything's becoming, the dystopia that American politics are becoming. That I'm not so crazy about, but the, the replicators, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, after you guys left, I, uh, I went inside because we had, we had found out about, uh, Chadwick Boseman. Oh, uh, who are you by the wait, way? Wait, our host, oh, our wait. host, Carrie Jackson. Oh, it's uh, Carrie Jackson. Ba, 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 ba. Our, our host and birthday boy. It's, it's, uh, my birthday Wednesday and Lee's, or uh, no, uh, Jay's birthday is on uh, Thursday, I believe, no. right after that. Um. And uh, we, we've got some audio from Jay coming up, but uh, during the uh, get-together, we, uh, we heard about Chadwick Boseman. And so after you guys left, I came inside, and I, you know, Sue was pretty knackered, so she passed out. And so she passed I, out on the, on the porch. A little bit. So <laughs> I, I turned on uh, my Disney Plus, and I, I 
I thought I'm gonna I'm gonna watch Black Panther, and I got started on it, and then I realized no, I need to go back and start with Civil War, mm-hmm. yeah. and. There is a, there's a line in there that just got me that he said it's after you know his father is blown up uh, by the terrorists and and uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson is there talking to him and and uh, he picks up his his father's ring that's covered with blood and he puts it on and he says uh, in my culture death is not an end it's merely a stepping point I'm probably misquoting that yeah, yeah. but I thought that was just beautiful and, so, and we saw that continued in the in Black Panther. Yeah, exactly. When, when he reunites with all his... Uh, with with the all ancestors. The, yeah. ancestors. The past Black Panthers, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I would say, all of us, even if you're sitting in your cubicle right now, uh, let's raise a glass. Because it, it, it... Here's the thing. This is a big one. We, yeah. we've, mm-hmm. we lost the guy that played Black Panther, but we also lost just one... Seemed like a fantastic human. Oh, yeah. I, I've, been, Two, I've been doing some research this morning, and he, yeah. the stuff that you do not know about him. Right. He yeah. is a hero. He is a total hero. Yeah, what he chose to do with his remaining time what yeah. is mm-hmm. so inspiring. Well, and a fantastic actor, but this is another big, and I, like, I, and this is what, like, uh, Jay couldn't make it because of his military responsibilities. So. Mm-hmm. We we do have some audio from Jay yeah. that I'm going to play coming yeah. up. But this is another. I feel like it's another giant loss for the African American community. Mm-hmm. Well, I think about all. I mean, because you know us growing up with superheroes. Yeah. I think about all the kids. That this is. He. They, it's just I know. Be- I saw. By, I saw by, this tweet that was like, "How do you explain to your children that yeah. Black Panther died? That Black Panther died." Yeah. yeah, and like I really feel like he, by like being the lead in the first like you know Afro, what do they call it? Afro sci-fi kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? He became an icon. Yeah, for that for that community, and he's and. We've lost a, a, a strong African American or just African icon mm-hmm. at a time that we need him the most. Uh, but uh, I, yeah, I just I think about all the kids. Uh, you know, that their hero yeah. is gone. So and so there were a couple of things that uh, were pointed out to me. One is that he died on Jackie Robinson Day. He played Jackie Robinson. He played Jackie Robinson. He also died on. Jack Kirby's birthday. Whoa. Kirby who, who invented co- you know co-created yeah. Black Panther. And um I found so many moving moments uh of people who were inspired by him. And I got Jace audio right here. Let me get that ready. Ooh, it, get your tissues. Yeah, it do. Brought me to... it brought tears to my eyes. All right. Here we... Before hmm? bef- and before we start, oh yeah, raise a glass. Raise let's a glass. all raise a glass yeah. to the great Chadwick Boseman. All right. Okay. Here's uh, here's Jay talking about it. I just want to say to all the Geek Show fans, listeners, I apologize. I'm not there today to do this episode, but 
I really want you to realize that this man was more than just Black Panther to so many of us. He was Thurgood Marshall. He was Jackie Robinson. He was James Brown, Godfather of Soul. This man was the embodiment of Black excellence. He was working through all of these projects for four years, diagnosed with colon cancer and did so much. He gave us so many projects in a short amount of time. This man was gone way too soon. I understand that many will remember him for being a fictional hero, but this man, this man was our hero. He was our hero. When he stepped on screen, we saw ourselves. We saw us being so much more. I hope that to any of you listening, I encourage you, I implore you to watch all of his projects so you can see what we saw in him. This man was more to us than a fictional hero. He was all of our heroes. Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. And then uh, I found, uh, I'm not sure where this is. Uh, it's, it's some kind of award, but the entire Black Panther cast is standing behind uh, Chadwick Boseman as he speaks. Now, this is about three minutes long, but it's beautiful. So listen. Here we go. I didn't think I was going to have to speak. You know, when I think of going to work every day and the passion and the intelligence, um, the resolve, the discipline that everybody showed, I also think of two questions that we all have received during the course of multiple publicity runs. And one is, did we know that this movie was going to receive this kind of response? Meaning, was it gonna make billions of dollars? Was it gonna, was it gonna make a billion dollars? Was it um, going to still be around during this award season? And the second question is, has it changed the industry? Has it actually changed the way this industry works, um, how it sees us? And, and my answer to that is to be young, gifted, and black. Um, because all of us up here know, and Andy, we, we, we include you too. <laughs> Man, you got great timing, boy. <laughs> great timing. Um, <laughs> to be young, gifted, and black, we all know what it's like to be told that there is not a place for you to be featured, yet you are young, gifted, and black. We know what it's like to be told to say there's not a, a screen for you to be featured on, a stage for you to be featured on. We know what it's like to be the tail and not the head. We know what it's like to be beneath and not above. And that is what we went to work with every day. 
because we knew not that we would be around during award season or that it would make a billion dollars, but we knew that we had something special that we wanted to give the world, that we could be full human beings in the roles that we were playing, that we, cre we could create a world that exemplified a world that we wanted to see. We knew that we had something that we wanted to give and to come to work with every day and to solve problems with this group of people every day with this director, that is something that I wish all actors would get the opportunity to experience. If you get to experience that, you will be a fulfilled artist. Now, the question of... <laughs> the question of, you know, will we be around don't give me the music. The question of we'll be around during award season, I just have to say, you know, it's a pleasure to be celebrated by you, to be loved by you. And one thing I do know, well, did it change the industry? I know that you can't have a Black Panther now without a two on it. So we love you and we celebrate it. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. It makes me so fucking sad, you guys. It's devastating. Like, no, I'm, I'm just like, every time, and I don't say it out loud anymore. I'm like, how could shit get worse? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like, at this point, I'm just like, well, 2020 is being consistent, you know? Yeah. Uh, do uh, do some looking into Chadwick Boseman. He... Uh... He's one of the last things he did was uh, he got a million dollars worth of PPE uh, for for people. Uh, yeah, the more the more I read about Chadwick Boseman and like the legacy that he left behind, I'm just mm -hmm. so awestruck by what he chose to do with his life, and it's just so inspiring and just makes you want to be a better person. Well, and if you really if you really want to cry, look for. Uh, a, a talk he was given. He was being interviewed by Sirius XM. And here's the thing. He has known about his colon cancer for four or five years now. I mean, he's, yeah. been, he's been fighting it privately, not publicly. Right. But he was talking about how he got uh, letters from kids mm. dying of cancer. I read this article, Who were so yeah. excited to see this movie. And he's like, we got to hurry and get this done. And, you know, the kids didn't make it in time to see it. As he's struggling with cancer. So, yeah. Well, and Carrie, this has got to strike a different chord with you than it does for most people. Well, I mean. Uh, well, let's, because you struggled with cancer. Probably about, like, around his age. Well, and that's the thing, no. too, is colon cancer. People don't think about colon cancer. People don't yeah. think to get tested for it. And mm -hmm. so, uh, like, if anything to take away from this, it's get tested. Get tested young and get tested, get tested as, you know, frequently that's not crazy. Because yeah. colon cancer sneaks up on you. Um, and, it's, I, it's, uh, and it's one of the more... Uh, uh, aggressive. The, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I I Googled him, uh, and we get one more Black Panther performance from him coming oh, up. Oh, we do? 
he in... recorded it looks like he recorded a um voiceover uh, performance for what if oh, oh yeah the what if series oh, okay. oh. so awesome there's some... uh all right uh but anyway yeah maybe this uh, would be a good time to take a break maybe we should <laughs> All right, and uh, it just doesn't feel right to sing out on this one, so after these messages, we'll be right back. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Free Comic Book Day may have been canceled this year, but that means Dr. Volt's is giving away free Comic Book Day comics all summer long. Every week this summer, Dr. Volt's Comics has new free Comic Book Day titles absolutely free. Make sure you go in or call to see which new comics come out this week. Let's see what's going on at Dr. Volt's in August. Eastman and Laird are back. The creators of the Ninja Turtles collaborate together for the first time in 27 years and are bringing an epic story like you've never seen before. In the future, New York City, far different from the one we know today, the lone surviving turtle goes on a seemingly hopeless mission to obtain justice for his fallen family and friends. TMNT, The Last Ronin, starting this month from IDW. 30 years ago, Peter David and George Perez introduced us to an older, stronger, and more frightening evil Hulk known as the Maestro, who ruled the remnants of the Earth with an iron fist after defeating anyone who could stand in his way. Peter David now returns to the character to show the destructive origin of the most terrifying Hulk of all, the Maestro. How does that Earth fall and the Maestro rise? What happens to the world's heroic defenders? And what does fate have in store for Bruce Banner and the Hulk? Find out in Maestro this month from Marvel. Your hold, sir. Service is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. And we're back. Okay, got a little okay. heavy there. Yeah, got a little heavy, Carrie. You got anything that could, um, you got anything that could help, uh, lighten, like the, lighten mood. the mood? Oh, just a little bit? You got, I got a little something. Yeah, this always yeah. helps. I find okay. this always helps here we go right. Woo! yeah that's a banger a banger yeah <laughs> all right yakety sax if you could uh, see the zoom feed everyone you would see <laughs> all the dancing uh i do i do have something that uh, will make you smile here um because i think that uh fox has taken a look at uh, lower decks star trek mm-hmm. and said what if we were to do that with one of our properties? Uh, what? Which what? property? The X-Files. Uh, well, that's basically, I mean, huh? that's, that's kind of like what the Lone Gunmen were. I mean, and I, I loved the Lone Gunmen. I thought that was such a fun show. Uh, apparently well, Fox. There was, that, there was another show that was like that, too. I but there's no crew on, on the X-Files. Probably be like the, uh, the desk well, jockey agents. Let me tell you. Let's hear. Uh, Fox, alongside uh, Chris Carter, who created the X Files, mm-hmm. yep. executive and producer, and Point Break, and, and Point Break, Johnny Fuck, Utah, I fucking genius, being uh, building up an animated spinoff of the beloved Supernatural investigation series. The new show will not feature Mulder and Scully. 
but a group of hapless FBI agents ah. in their wake who investigate the mysterious X-Files that are the files that are too silly for even a truth seeker like <laughs> oh, to handle. my God. I'm in. Yeah. Okay, that could be in. fun. That could be fun. I'm, I'm in uh, 100% already. It'll be animated by Bento Box Studios. Uh, Rocky Russo and Jeremy Sosensko, who did Paradise PD, will both write the show's pilot and serve as executive producers alongside Chris Carter. The series called X-Files Albuquerque. Ah! <laughs> As, all it is is a script and presentation commitment right now. It's it's, yeah. it's not a go for a for oh, thing, okay. but I think that they got something. I don't give a shit. Here. I'm in. I'm in. It sounds fun. Yeah. And it's I probably going to be written by people that grew up watching the X-Files. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That love uh, it. So <laughs> So that yeah. so great. I'll look for that. And then there's a, another show that uh, sounds like fun. We told you about this show some time ago, but they've now cast the leads. Uh, Sci-Fi Channel is doing The Surrealitor. Huh? A real missed opportunity for me! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Surrealitor. It's a beginning production in Canada. Ten episode, first season at Sci-Fi. It's it's about a real estate firm that focuses on haunted and possessed houses that literally scare would-be buyers away. Uh. Their their team is dedicated to researching, investigating, and fixing the things that go bump in the night. They uh, they finally cast it. Um, uh, Tim Rosen, who is much shit from Shit's Creek, as well as Doc. Yeah, he's also Doc Holliday on Winona Earp. uh, Will play the. Oh my God! What? They're the same person. Yeah, <laughs> Mutt was no, Mutt was the uh, mayor's mm-hmm. son, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, good looking, yeah. And yeah. the hot yeah. one. Yeah, you guys, they're the I, I, same. Do you guys know? Here's another crazy thing about Winona Earp. Ooh, she's googling. Uh, the lead, you know, Winona Earp, the actress that plays Winona Earp. You know, Mrs. Who? McMurray. You're, you're gonna she's say Mrs. that she's in Letterkenny, yeah? Oh, yeah, she's Mrs. McMurray on Letterkenny. Yeah, uh, but it's uh, Tim Rosen. Talk about some dick. As the lead spooky realtor, and here's a his his Scully, uh, his skeptical rival, Sarah Levy, also from Schitt's Creek. Oh, that's uh, 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 uh yeah, yeah the, the waitress, waitress, the other uh, the other Levy, the, the other Levy child. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God, these are the same person. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> she just got her mind her. blown. That much shit is. It. You can't see her, but she's got her head in her hands. Much shit is also Doc Holliday. Like, literally, my mind is blown. Um, um, there. This reminds me of another show. It was on CISO. It's called Bajillion Dollar Properties. It's one mm-hmm. of my favorite TV shows. It's uh, <laughs> like Paul F. Tompkins, um, created by like Kula... Uh, Kulaville, I don't know how to say her last name. Um, Mary Scott Ackerman. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's a funny improv show about Los Angeles realtors. Um, it has four seasons, I think, and you can like see them on Amazon. But oh, okay. I recommend it. It's like Im- it's improv realtors, very targeted to. It's like they said, "Hey, Rebecca, what are your interests? Here's a show." <laughs> and that was oh, wait, nice so, of them. Yeah. So like Jen loves all those. Um, like all those shows where they're fucking selling houses. Yeah, the house flipper shows. Yeah. Yeah. She, would she like that? I'll, t- I'll send you a clip. I'll find a good clip and <laughs> okay. send it to you. Because I got to find something, man, because oh, I'm being just tortured by um, 
You still watching 90, 90 Day Fiance? Oh, married at fuck. first sight, my dude. You no, gotta get on Married at first sight. Oh, oh, no. You gotta jump out. No. Jump out of that. I'm gonna tell you right. No, she watches it, and I'm at her house. But uh, but so like she's off. She's like, I don't like the 90 Day Fiance anymore. And like I told but her, then she oh turns hey, turns it on. No, but then I was like, oh hey, apparently there's a Mormon dude. Oh yeah, the first season. Yeah, yeah. The first season of uh, Married at first sight. Did you guys watch sight. that? Oh, she is watching it, and I just, <laughs> I just sit there and I seethe. Uh, I seethe funny. the whole time. I'm like, shut. I'm like Jen. They knew what they were doing on the show, right? Yep. <laughs> right. I just, I just don't even mess with the reality TV at all. Well, there's some reality TV show that that I think are good, but like these marriage shows piss me off for two reasons, right? Because mm. we've got people. Uh, the people that probably watch them the most are the same people that were like probably against gay marriage. <laughs> you know what I mean? You think yeah, the Venn like, diagram has an overlap? Yeah, like it's like the sanctity this, of the sanctity marriage, of marriage yeah. and the holiness of marriage. Oh, by the way, we're gonna have these two people get married on TV just to see what happens. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. so that pisses me off. And then, like, it it took me. When I got married, it took like seven to eight years of dating and a threat to get married. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, see, like I, if we don't get married, I'm done. We're done. I, I watched, and I went fuck. Okay, and I watched. I watched that first season of uh, Ninety Day Fiance with my wife. She was watching. She's been watching a few of them. Yeah, and I'm watching that the the Mormon guy, and I'm just like shaking my head the whole time, like, yeah. dude. Come so, on, man. You are making us look so bad. But, and, and here's the thing. I hate so that. They, they, they meet somebody that they just got, they met that day, and they get married. No, that's that's not 90 Day Fiancé. That's uh, married, married at First Sight. Well, fuck. Gotta whatever. watch Ni- Married at Ni- First Sight. 90 Day Fiancé. 90 Day Fiancé. I'm ashamed that I'm clarifying this, and I have this knowledge. Yeah, but 90 tell day us all fiance, about it. Is uh, people that that dated long distance, usually from yeah, or always online. from separate countries, online yeah. things like that, and the show follows them while they have their K one visa, which is a ninety day stay in the U S. and they have to be married by the end of that ninety right. days, or they get deported. So and fine, so, fuck it, I don't care. Um, and then they get together, and it's hard. Yeah, that's always the what? funny part. Oh, I didn't think it was going to be this hard. Oh. It's hard. And, I mean. And right. Like, Carrie, that should be the soundtrack of all these shows. Absolutely. I wouldn't fuck, want Fuck everybody that's on these shows. I wouldn't want to ruin Yakety Sack, so I disagree. <laughs> no. You don't want to give it a fucking tinge. I don't want to, the sanctity of sac- be, Yakety Sacks would be tainted if it were yeah, on these shows. Don't taint. Don't taint. Uh, anyway, fuck, fuck those shows. So, so how do you feel about this show, then? What? Uh, we all know and love the Powerpuff Girls, right? Yeah. Oh, I heard about this, okay. and I hate it. You don't like the idea? No. Nope. I'm so, like... <sighs> Whoa, hey. we have some strong feelings here, and I'm just over here in the corner like, yeah, it's Powerpuff Girls. 
I mean, it yeah. was there when I was yeah, growing up. Yeah, but Diablo Cody. Go I on, wasn't, Carrie. Carrie, tell the story. I wasn't right. the tar- okay, target demographic, ahead. so. Okay. Uh, CW is developing a live-action show based on Powerpuff Girls. The show would follow Blossom Bubbles and Buttercup okay. in, as as 20-somethings who are resentful that they didn't have proper childhoods because they were always fighting crime. They'll have to get over those issues, though, when they once again reunite to fight crime. Uh, but it's, Sounds yeah, kind of like Umbrella Academy. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, Diablo Cody is one of the main people behind the show. And uh, Greg Greg Berlanti's involved, and uh, he's got his fingers in all the pies. It, but it Ew. it will probably be live action. Is the <laughs> other thing. So the Powerpuff it, Girls don't have fingers to put in pies. That's true. Well, <laughs> he's got his so, he's got his stump in a lot of pies. No, like um, Tony, you were saying you were the demographic. Right? Yeah, I was. So I didn't watch a lot. Of, I watched a few episodes here and there. So I, I wasn't, wasn't the demographic, the demographic either. Because I, I was probably you know what I'm. I'm 40 years older than you. Yeah, at least. But <laughs> minimum, minimum. Um, but I loved the Powerpuff Girls. Okay. It was when I was I a kid. I fucking loved it. I watched every single fucking episode. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm just like, well, you like you well, like the villain Mojo Jojo. Mojo I like Jojo. Mojo Jojo. When I was a kid, him, him is awesome. Ooh. The mayor, the mayor sucks. Sarah yeah. Bellum, she's awesome. I and, when I was a kid, I would measure time. Um, in increments of Powerpuff Girl episodes. So I'd be like, a half hour? Okay, that's two Powerpuff Girl episodes. And that's how I would like <laughs> so you would say equate you were time. A fan. You were a fan, you would say. Yeah, mm-hmm. something like well, that. Like, but like, so how do they do him? How do they do Mojo Jojo? How do they do... Uh, yeah. uh, Rebecca, what was that big uh, pink hillbilly thing? You know who I'm talking about? Mm. He was like that pink hillbilly yeah. villain that had the overalls. She's Googling it. Yeah. I got, I'll find it. I'll find it. She'll get it. And uh, I, like, I, I, I think it's an interesting I remember idea. the Rowdy Rough Boys. Yeah! <laughs> Princess Morebox. Okay. Well, Fuzzy the Lumpkins. Answer, the answer. Fuzzy, Fuzzy Lumpkins. Yeah. How do they do Fuzzy Lumpkins? Like well, I think the, the answer is the same as uh, Mojo Jojo. Uh, uh, yeah, how are they going to do Mojo special Jojo? Special effects. Yeah, they're going to yeah. do makeup and some CG, they, just they like just, they do for Martian Manhunter on Supergirl. There is one episode that summarizes everything you could ever feel about Powerpuff Girls, Tony. So if you only watch one episode... It's the one where one of the girls realizes that she can get a lot of money for teeth. And so she starts beating the shit out of everybody so that she can stick their it's teeth awesome. under her pillow. It's got to be Buttercup. Buttercup is the it, one that did that. Yeah, but it, that, that whole episode is just amazing. And then I will so, watch and, this. Uh, yes. yeah. You guys, uh, like, I was like, my favorite, my favorite Powerpuff girl is Buttercup. <laughs> right? I was like, God damn, I love Buttercup. I was a Bubbles. I'm a uh, Bubbles gal. No, so, but I was like, during the time it was on, fuck Buttercup. I lo- fucking love her. And then I realized I was married to her. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, another new show being developed uh, for Netflix, a Resident Evil TV series. Mm, is it going to follow more the movie Resident Evil or more the game Resident Evil? Uh, follow the game. It Please. will tell a new story across two timelines. Uh, in the first, 14-year-old sisters Jade and Billy Wesker are moved to New Raccoon City, a manufactured corporate town forced, uh, forced on them. 
as adolescence is in full swing. But the mm. more time they spend there, the more they come to realize that the town is more than it seems, and their yes. father may be concealing dark secrets. Well, yeah, if he's Albert Wesker, he's got some mm-hmm. big-time secrets. Well, and can I say, like, you guys know I don't like video games, but once again, in the 90s, mm-hmm. I, I, I would sit and watch uh, my ex-wife play <laughs> uh, Resident Evil. And yeah. I was fully engaged. I was like, holy, and scared. Yeah. Great games, great right? games. Right? Like the liquors and shit. And then, yep. so like when the movies came out, I'm like, well, well yeah, they, I'll watch the, I'll watch this movie. They took and a it totally had, different. it had fuck all to do with the. Yeah. Well, the movie, second like, time, the second timeline yep. in this series will be more than a decade, decade in the future. Sees less than 15 million people left on earth Ooh. and more than 6 billion monsters, people and the animals infected with the T virus. Jade now 30 struggles to survive in this new world while the secrets from her past about her sister, her father and herself continue to haunt her. So the, <laughs> the, ep- the show will be two separate timelines, yeah. one before and one after. It'll probably mainly follow the future one and then do a lot of flashbacks to the old, you know, the before yeah, yeah, times probably, is probably, probably what they'll do. The before four times? The before fours, yes. The before so four. That'll be interesting because Albert Wesker is a, a weird character in the Resident Evil video games. He's mm-hmm. He's like, he works for Umbrella, if I remember correctly, and then he kind of went off on his own, I think, and he infected himself with a strain of the T-virus but like they perfected this strain or something. So basically it just gave him like superpowers. Ah. And so I wonder how they're going to bring that to her, his children. Another uh, Netflix show, scary show. You remember haunting of Hill house, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's so exciting. Way good show. Uh, we're getting the haunting of Bly Manor series. Mm. Uh, and this takes place in a different timeline. And they say that they're going to explain all of those hidden ghosts. I didn't realize there were that many until I went back oh, and watched no, it there's again. There's a bunch, yeah. Once yeah. I yeah. discovered that halfway through watching Haunting of Hill House, the show got ten times scarier. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I was just looking for them. Just lurking in the background. Just yeah. fuck that show. <laughs> oh! <laughs> That's all I have to say. You didn't, like, uh, one of... you didn't like that one? Oh, I loved it. I watched it. <laughs> I was having the best time because it was just a little spooky. And then I there was, was so that scared, one and then I was so sad. Very special episode where oh, I screamed jump scare? so loud that our dog <laughs> would not come back into the living room for three days. One of our kids was taking a nap in the other room and came running out wondering what was going on and who the hell was that screaming? Because that obviously wasn't my dad. He was like, Dad, something scared the biggest dog I know. Yeah, it's like something was wounded on the psychic plane, and I can feel it in my soul. And you know what's great is the showrunners and everything had been planning that scare for however many episodes. episodes. Yeah, seven episodes up to that point, lulling you into a false sense of security that they're not going to do a big jump scare. Two (laughs) sisters in a station wagon having a heartfelt talk about... (laughs) (laughs) I love that you remember the details. I just love that. Because uh, yeah, it's, it's indelibly imprinted on my scarred psyche. Well, here's here's another something for you then. This will be less scary, but I, you'll be sad and about the news. They're taking another swing at the Haunted Mansion movie. Um, but it without, won't be the, without Guillermo del Toro. Without Guillermo del Toro, which to or me is a Eddie crime. Murphy. I was like, what about Eddie Murphy? Is Eddie Murphy involved? He's to a new me, director. 
To me, it's a crime that Guillermo del Toro is not involved because there he is the biggest haunted mansion geek. He knows like the name of all the ghosts. He, yeah. I mean, he's that he's that into it. So it's it's unfortunate. They've got uh, a new uh, writer, Kate Dippold, is going to pen the new script. Oh, that's who uh, wrote Ghostbusters twenty sixteen. She wrote that. She wrote for Mad TV. She wrote for Parks and Recreation. Uh, oh. She also wrote The Heat, which was another funny movie. Oh, I love that. I one. love that. I movie. like all of yeah. those things. And uh, the producers are Jonathan Elrich, uh, who made the Aladdin remake. He's also on board. So, you know, they're trying yeah. to Pirates of the Caribbean this thing, and well, maybe they'll figure it out this time. If they well, just put Johnny Depp in the cast, I'm sure it'll, you know, take <laughs> off. <laughs> I guess I saw a thing where he's begging for work now. Yeah, he's having trouble getting getting work. Like he well, he's beg- like he he's uh, contacted Robert Downey Jr. It's like did you did he, you read that uh, Rolling Stone interview with him from like two three years ago? Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, the guy goes they, to his house in Paris. Yeah, and it's just like he's literally. I mean, I blame your hero, Carrie. I personally blame oh. your hero for destroying Johnny Depp. Hunter um, Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah. yeah. You yeah, don't because, hang around Hunter S. Thompson that long and not no. walk away unaffected. It's I just mean, like yeah. when the when the reporter's basically saying, "Oh, it's time for Johnny Depp's four p.m. blow session," where he can't, you know, he can't afford the place that he lives in Paris. He can't afford the clothes on his back. He's fucking broke as shit. And it's like, oh, I'm gonna go do some blow now. Do you want some blow? I'm gonna play the piano, and then like, <laughs> yeah. He's no, so you, all over the place. You well, don't get in, in Hunter's uh, orbit and not come away unscathed. Why, I mean, Cusack, are, even to a point, is like kind of messed up. Yeah. yeah. Bill Murray. <laughs> Bill, Bill Murray. Bill also, Murray was, he, no, he, I think he made it out. Did he okay. come away the cleanest, probably? I think I Bill know, Murray right? made it out the cleanest. Yeah, I, I hear he's a he's dick. The, anyway. Uh, he's a dick. He is yeah. an asshole. <laughs> Walks around he, eating people's french fries and telling I know, them that no one will believe him. I know he picks fights with people. And and I know he he punches people. Oh wow! Bill, yeah, Murray Bill Murray's a Bill Murray's a dick. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it! I hate 2020. I'm sorry. <laughs> this was. This I mean, was he was a dick, but yeah, he was yeah. a dick before 2020. Yeah, but now we're all finding out. Hey, uh, Shannon! Once you realize everybody sucks, life gets a lot easier. Hey, she's right. I agree. <laughs> yep. And uh, finally, this before we go to break, uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot was in production. <laughs> it was in production. I don't think Lee is a. Uh, Lee's not on this. We need another one of those, huh, Lee? It was in production. It was one week into production, and the directors have left. Uh, they would Ryan, give us enough caro corn syrup for the blood. <laughs> Ryan and Andy Tohill have left Texas Chainsaw Massacre but one Wait. week into production in Bulgaria. Uh, Bulgaria? Yeah. Oh. David Blue Garcia, who did uh, Tejano, has been brought in to take over the project, and they're going to start from scratch, they said. So well, maybe you could start from scratch by not doing it. Yeah, <laughs> scratch it off. What did you say that the director's names were the Towhills? They're brothers. Uh, yeah, uh, Ryan and Andy Towhill. Hi, I mean, I'm Ryan Towhill, Towhill. and this <laughs> is my brother Andy Towhill. Andy Towhill, we gonna be making the goddamn a brand spiking new, a brand new Texas Chainsaw Master yeah, based on our be. family experiences. Yeah, our yeah. daddy's. Our daddy said, oh, there's one thing Hollywood can't do right, and that's hillbilly cannibal incest families. And, I came uh, out the womb swinging a chainsaw, so I think a, I know what I'm I, talking about. I done live, we done live that life. I, Been there, I, done I, that. We're gonna, we're gonna, I weren't even born. 
Yeah, I we're chewed gonna my way it. out this of the our, This is our brother, Derek. And this is our this is our <laughs> sister. This is our sister, Leanne Toehill. Um, I ain't no Toehill. I ain't no Toehill. I'm married she, up. Uh, he's a, a foot. He's a foot mountain now. She's a she's an executive <laughs> producer on the project, and I'll just tell you, um, we live that life, and we're gonna bring an authenticity. Our you know, daddy it, raised us right. Hey, yes. Hey, 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 hey. Derek, um, what? Teach us how to kill good. Can you clear this up by Friday? I got a dancing session at the Piggly Wiggly. (laughs) They wouldn't let me do the Hills Have Eyes 7, so I got to settle for Texas Chainsaw. How about the Toe Hills Got Eyes? Yeah. As you guys know, uh, I got upcoming nuptials with uh, Tammy Toe Hill. My fiance, our cousin, slash our cousin. cousin. <laughs> and we're and we're trying to figure out which side is the groom's side and which side is the bride's we're all side. Fa- Brad, yeah, because we're groom, all Brad, we're all family. Yeah, Don't pick a and, side, you know. Like we're pretty much thinking about going um cyclops side because you know there's a lot of toe hills that are cyclops. <laughs> you know what? Tammy, hey, Tammy, Tammy got this one wonky eye that she got because her uncle's oh. also her brother. So yeah, but just I, like don't no. look directly at it. Oh, I look at it. About. I love it. I like when I stare her in the eyes and tell her I love her. You know what I'm worried to, about? I have to run back and forth. I have to run I, back I and forth. You. I have I to go. You. I have to weave. I love you, Tammy. But I you love ain't- you. You ain't brought up the biggest problem that's gonna happen at this uh, nuptials. What What's we that? gonna do if Critter and Critter and Possum show up? Well, well then during, during the I do's, we're <laughs> no. Yes, you can cut no. yourself up in pounds of fat, but an Adam's apple is an Adam's apple. <laughs> yeah, Kirsty Alley is a dude. <laughs> <laughs> if if who you said Critter and who? Possum. If Critter and Possum, <laughs> we already thought about that. We're going to have Tuggy and Bugboat. A what? Yeah, Tuggy and Bugboat. Yeah, oh, they're going to be like bouncers at the wedding. I mean, Possum makes a nice tater salad, but he ain't got no manners. Yeah. Hey, I was with Tammy turn- last night. Tell her hi for me. Every Everything a Possum t- touches turns into a real shit show. I, I can get some smoked venison. A lot of people overlook, but there's a lot of good meat on the face. <laughs> After these messages, these messages we'll be right back. Get down from there, possum. Hey, Tammy. Get off the shed. Well, I didn't come for no monkey's butthole. I- Pastor Games at 6831 South State in Salt Lake City. Let's take a look at what's going on there right now. Uh, The Warlock Tile System. Now, these are interchangeable pieces for making your dungeon the way you want it to be. with Different floors, walls, doors, high-quality miniatures. The Warlock Tile System will enhance your role-playing games. They also have restocks of Gloomhaven in. Uh, New game, Cosmic Encounter Duel, a two-player version of Cosmic Encounter. And they have uh, new games from some local designers right here in Salt Lake city uh die fly and furball both are fun quick games for the family also magic ikora legend of the behemoths is available and uh new board games santa monica and betrayal at mystery mansion 
You can play as Scooby-Doo and the gang. I'll be Velma. All right, uh, Haster, Haster Games is locally owned and operated. Uh, they're located at 6831 South State. They're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday, noon to 5 on Sunday. And you can go to their website, hastergames.com. 6831 South State. Haster has it. I'm JD. And I'm Peterson. And we're two-thirds of the 3-Bit Gamer Show. Don't worry about the other third. Yeah, seriously. Don't ask questions. Just listen to the 3-Bit Gamer Show for games, laughs, and Fred Durst. Find the 3-Bit Gamer Show wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, we're back. Um, now, <laughs> Aha! Let's, uh, let's do a little... Yeah, 2020 sucks. The Elongated Man... Stretchy uh, boy. You mean the guy Hart- that plays him? Yeah, Hartley Sawyer. Yeah, he's a douche. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the future of his character has been up in the air ever since he was fired uh, for <laughs> past racist and misogynistic tweets. And if you haven't been watching the show, too, they they, they finally introduced his Sue. future wife, Sue. Sue Dibney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who is... It, they're like... They're like one of the power couples in the DC universe. Mm-hmm. Well, they're like a C-list power couple. No. Like, yeah. How many couples are there? Well, I'm just saying, like, nobody refers to Sue and and uh, 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 Ralph as, like, the same way they refer to Lois and Clark or anything well, like that. the showrunner, Erica Wallace, revealed what's going to happen in season seven. They should just recast him. Well, here's, here's the thing. Uh... For a brief but necessary appearance, uh, he says there are a couple of ways that we have the elongated man still appear in at least one episode this season to wrap that storyline. His up. long arm. Uh, that gets us what we need and still allows fans to say goodbye to the character, at least for the indefinite future. Uh, they say it will be recast for this one appearance. And the reason they give is because elongated man has the ability to shift his face and body yeah, to look like right. somebody else. So it's easy. It's an easy problem to solve. They don't you need just to get do rid of pull the, the old altered carbon. Yeah, seriously. Well, according to him, the character is going to go away, but after they scoot him off in in some way. All right. Um, now here is the big question. How was Why? New Mut- how was New Mutants, Rebecca? Oh yeah, yeah. Rebecca. <laughs> Rebecca risked, risked her life. Okay, now, 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 first, I think we should hear what the theater experience was like. Yes. And then the movie itself. So much parking, first of all. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> Park anywhere you want. What theater, what theater did you go to? I went to the Century 16 on 33rd and State. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it, if every experience was going to be like mine i would highly recommend going to the movie theater because i had a great experience um everywhere that has human interaction has installed plexiglass plexiglass um the concessions very limited in what you can get um i got a popcorn they were really trying to upsell you on the popcorn um but uh, and I miss movie theater popcorn. How so do they ups- I miss it how do they so ups- much. How do they upsell you on a jumbo popcorn? You're already at the top. You, <laughs> Tony, don't assume I get the jumbo. Oh, I do every time. Yeah, me I mean, too. I, I, do, I assume everyone does. I don't fuck around. <laughs> yeah. No, I got a small. I got a small. Um, what the but, fuck? 
Get out of town with that nonsense. So you had like two, hand- you had two handfuls of popcorn? <laughs> Listen, num-num. I'm trying to lose my quarantine weight. I got a wedding next year, okay? Um, hey, anyway. who's going to be your bouncers? Because I know some. <laughs> oh, I got the coyotes oh, that are <laughs> running the wild. Coyote, the coyotes. The coyote boys. The coyote boys. It's, it's pronounced coyote. <laughs> Coyote, um, but I did want a soda, and so it, uh, the girl who was giving me my popcorn was like, "Do you, would you like a drink?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's a good question. Is your freestyle fountain like is that working, oh, yeah. or do I need yeah. to get it from you?" Oh, I love freestyle. Uh, she's like, "The freestyle machine's working. You, we just have to give you the cup." And so they had like behind them a whole thing of different cups that had a lid and a straw already in it. So they just picked it up and handed it to you. Mm. Oh, okay. So that was kind of nice. cool. Yeah. Um, and then everything else was as normal. I, I get, think what you get on the freestyle. I always get me a ginger ale. <laughs> I got and I get, and I, I, got I, Sprite. Get, uh, I go half lime and half uh, raspberry. Did the did they did they have uh, when you got into the theater? Did they have the seats separated, blocked somehow? No. So actually, great question. Um, when we were initially looking up online, uh, what when we wanted to see this movie, um, AMC theaters have their seats port already blocked off, so you can select only from the existing seats that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, but at Century, the Cinemark. Uh, we bought our tickets online and there was no restrictions, but you bought your tickets and then it automatically blocks off the seats next to you. Oh, wow. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ooh. And because of the way the seats are, because what about uh, now everywhere or behind you? Well, because everywhere's luxury recliners now, mostly. In Cinemark um, it is, yeah. At Cinemark, yeah. And yeah. so there's, they're six feet away from you in either direction, oh, yeah, no matter yeah. what. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. That makes sense, yeah. 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 Um, so that was really cool. And then they have signs everywhere saying, here's all the things that we're doing. They have a dedicated, like each theater has like a dedicated like safety manager or whatever. Uh, they sanitize between each showing or whatever. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how accurate it is, but. Well, so it might be like uh, at the Sev, our, uh, our custodian dude has this. It's almost like, you know how like, you walk uh, like it, like when you're um, fertilizing your lawn. And yeah. You walk around with that like tank on your back. Oh, and just spray. Yeah. Everything. So they yeah, had so they had sense. previews. So, like, so like it's full of, it's full of sanitizer. They had video. Yeah. They, they had video around. of. And then yeah. in the video, they also showed somebody like wiping down like the buttons for the recliners, and yeah. I don't know if they were doing that, but there I'm was sure only. They are. Yeah, there was only eight people total in the theater with us. We all had our own rows. Um, oh, my God. Only eight people in the theater. Two of those motherfuckers forgot they were at home and still talking loud as hell. <sighs> I heard some people were on their phones during the theater. Hey. During the show. <laughs> the way... But listen, the way that the rows are like, now, because sounds- nobody... You can't see behind you. You can't see in front yeah. of you. You can be on your phone. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. And also, it, it sounds like you could totally bone down. <laughs> well, you I don't know why phone. you'd want to. Um, well, they sanitize. It's okay. Well, they're uh. showing they're showing old movies. Maybe they could show that uh, Sharon Stone movie where she basic instinct. Yeah. Um, right. I so. was 
I was really curious to see what trailers they would play because okay. I want. I was curious to know what movies had the cojones to advertise uh, um, a release. Tenant, yeah. Tenant, <laughs> Tenant, Black Widow, um, and this disaster movie called Greenland, starring uh, Green Lantern. No, oh. Greenland, <laughs> starring it. Gerard Butler and Marina Bakarin. Oh God! Ooh. What? Those are- those are two beautiful people. Well, at least yeah, one of them. Yeah, but it's a disaster. It's a disaster movie. It's like a Roland Emmerich disaster movie. And I was like, yes, I will be. I will be there. Um, That's uh, being released in theaters. Yeah, that's yeah. the theory. You know, okay, it's the theory. They're um, really, they're really watching this movie and Tenant to see what whether it's going to happen. But what was so not, interesting? Yeah. So we looked up um, seats for Tenant. After we finished this movie, because we're like, well, like this experience was really good. Let's see what the seats are like for Tenant. Um, not great options because people have already, already, yeah, people have already mm. bought tickets and like the seats that are remaining. I'm like, I don't know that I want to go to that full of a theater. Yeah. Um, now, so we'll have to see what happens. This movie, Tenant, <laughs> is it a biopic about the guy that played Doctor Who? Oh, David Tennant. <laughs> yeah, played by Robert Pattinson. So. How is the movie? <laughs> New Mutants was quite good. Really? I really enjoyed it. That's um, interesting. Rebecca, do you think it, because it's been marinating for ten, ten years? <laughs> <laughs> so in writing my review for it, by the, hopefully by the time this episode goes up, I'll have my review up on BigShinyRobot.com. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, while I was writing my review, I did go back and research like okay so what really were the delays um the first so the first delay was uh because they didn't want it to interfere with deadpool 2 they didn't want to have them both in the theater at the same time then when they pushed it back um they delayed it again because they didn't want it to overlap with dark phoenix and then uh and then disney bought fox and so Mm -hmm. then it was delayed again um and then covid so those well, are the reason, and and the there were no reshoots, regardless no of reshoots. whatever whatever fan mm-hmm. site tells tries to tell you this. It's not true. There were no reshoots, but they got this covered. <laughs> <laughs> Cosmicbooknews.biz told yeah. me so. Um, but according to uh, Vulture, which we found to be a pretty good source, oh uh, yeah, some of the other problems before they even started rolling, uh, there were problems, uh, and the, the is apparently the writer director Josh Boone. Uh, he initially pitched a version of New Mutants that was going to be uh, a very John Hughes kind of breakfast club. Uh, the script he delivered, though, was not that. What, he it, said, "Here, he said, here's what we're doing." Then they get the script and they go, "What happened to the whole breakfast club thing? Uh, we're not seeing that ball. here." So well, <laughs> it was it was more raw and scary. I was gonna uh, say, like, from what I've seen, it's like really true to the. Claremont and Sinkovich mm-hmm. uh, version of New Mutants, which I loved, and it was, uh, and and Ed Lee can uh, testify to this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it. One, Bill Sinkovich's artwork is so creepy. It's always good. It's a, but it's creepy, right? Mm-hmm. It's like off-putting and almost like nightmarish yeah oh because that's what i was really excited for for new mutants because it was pitched uh, at least in my understanding it was pitched as like the first scary x-men movie Mm -hmm. right well and 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 this this gets back to the whole script problems before they even started shooting according to the piece after they didn't get the pitch that they were pitched 
uh, several new writers were brought in to do rewrites and offer suggestions, all of those rejected or revised by Boone. Uh, this culmination was almost an intervention-type meeting where Fox uh, brought all of the writers together to go over their ideas, and Boone just... You know, told him to fuck off. Told him to fuck off. Uh, Boone, <laughs> Boone shot his vision of the movie, which the studio saw, Fox, and wasn't totally behind. In fact, one executive reportedly Didn't get it. He, no, he floated the idea of reshooting the entire movie because oh, he wow. said the initial buzz, budget was so low compared to the other X Men films that shooting it a second time, it would still be a relatively cheap X Men movie. Holy cow. Well, and so, and but, so then they had all those problems. But and here's, then, the, here's the thing. I can the, finish. Okay, sorry. And then you can... <laughs> okay, and then you can think. Shannon, <laughs> zip it. Then Disney bought Fox, and the film just kind of sat in limbo. And that was where the timing made the reshoots impossible. And, and then it's as, as uh, Rebecca said, they you know, tried to pull the trigger releasing, uh, the timing's not right, timing's not right. And, and here we are now. Uh, there was also a version of it that they did talk Boone out of, where Storm was a sadistic jailer. What? Yeah, yeah Storm, was go- Storm was going to be essentially the role of Dr. Reyes why, in this. Why would they use Storm for well, that? Is that because, alternate reality or something? Well, their idea was is that people knew Storm. And, right. but yeah, like, and I always equate her with deranged exactly. jailer. It's like, could we get what? a famous X-Men in there? Nobody's heard of these X-Men. Right. How about Storm do this part? And they're like, Storm's a good guy. Yeah. Like, how about yeah. we have one of our kindest X-Men? Yeah, yeah exactly. Our most empathetic. Jailer. You know, yeah. one but, of our uh, most empathetic. There's a big article in Vulture about this, if you're, if you're at all curious. Uh, it's, uh, it's quite a story. Anyway, and, yes. So what I was going to say is, from what I've seen, this movie is based on one of the most iconic and spooky storylines in uh, the New Mutants comics, and it's the Demon Bear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's no way that you could have John Hughes' levity <laughs> and the Demon Bear uh, storyline married. And, the, like, it just... Uh, What's her name? Uh, Ileana. Ileana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Colossus's uh, sister. Colossus's sister. She's half like demon. <laughs> you know, Mag- magic was her code name. Yeah, magic, magic. was her code name, but she's literally connected to hell. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so fuck, I fuck. I might have to go see this by myself. Well, Unless, Carrie, if you want to go. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, th- thank you for taking the bullet, though, Rebecca. Uh, I will see this movie. I will eventually. see this movie eventually. I'm not going to go to a theater to see it. Uh, yeah, I, like, don't... Even hearing don't your experience, how you felt safe, I'm still not there. And that's because this was the first weekend that theaters were open. Yeah. I can't guarantee that further weekends sure. are going to be yep. this dead. Absolutely. Um, but, and it's definitely a scary movie. It's PG-13 scary. Mm-hmm. But, so, and I love me a good well, horror movie. And that's but it's what, very, that's what a, it's kind of tame. But that's what a new mutant movie should be. Like, because the, uh, yeah. the, 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 the storyline 
that I read and loved in the what was it, Lee? The eighties? Eighty six. Yeah. Um yeah. I was fifteen, right? And mm-hmm. it wasn't terrifying, but it was um I would say it was unsettling. And the movie had some unsettling bits yeah. to it. Um but like it's PG thirteen scary, so it's like, oh, that's creepy. But so like uh, drive me to hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um Yes. Speaking of movies that are uh, out this week, this uh, <laughs> I cannot, you guys, I am beyond myself. Here watch. goes the Bill and Ted story, Carrie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck off. I don't care. You guys heard it 13 times last night. <laughs> These people haven't heard it. But Tony so, and I haven't heard it. Uh, no, I'm so, and the people here haven't heard it. I'm so excited <laughs> for Bill and Ted. How much because, did you love it when you were a kid? Shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> I've been checking uh, Rotten Tomatoes to see. Does it suck? It's at like 83%, right, Shannon? Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Go. 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 Um, <laughs> assholes. <laughs> you you and Jeff asshole. just love those Bill and Ted movies? Shut the fuck up! <laughs> But you're no. gonna go see it with some friends tomorrow with Jen, right? No, we're gonna. Yeah. It's on demand. <laughs> it's on demand. Yeah, but you, um, you can see it in theaters, but it's also on demand. Yeah, um, I'm just so excited because everybody that I've read a review of this is like, <laughs> it's such an uplifting and nostalgic, like. It's like a warm blanket, is a what warm I've read. Blanket, exactly. But what would you say to somebody who didn't care for the first two Bill and Ted movies? I would tell them to fuck off! <laughs> Lee! That's not what you said. That's not what you said the first three times liked, we had this conversation. Yeah, I liked your better your answer last night better. I told them they're cold and dead inside. Yeah. <laughs> three separate times. That's why you need a warm blanket. <laughs> All right. No, but like, I'm, so like, I, I'm going to have like a um, next week for the show. I'll have, have a review. I'll, I'll have a All review. Right. Yeah. Nice. And maybe I will too. I don't know. We'll see. I've, I've been re-watching uh, The Boys to get ready for season oh, two. Oh, yeah. That's oh, I'm yeah. trying to finish this that week. too. This yeah. week. So that's what it, I've been watching. This week you have- There's only one season, right? Yeah, there's only one season. This week right. there's a couple of, couple of really interesting uh, shows coming out. Uh, you got The Boys season two on Amazon Prime. And then you also have that new one from Ridley Scott on HBO Max. Yes. Debuted oh, this Raised week. by Wolves? Yeah, that was bonkers. Yeah. Guys, my and, list of as, shit that I watched this week is so long. Yeah. <laughs> but um, as they say in uh, West Valley, that show is called... Raised by Wolves. Raised, raised by Wolves. <laughs> raised by Wolves. Hey, Lee! Quit <laughs> finishing all my fucking shit! <laughs> Maybe maybe stop being ter- predictable. I don't I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Oh, guess what, Tony? Yeah, what's that? Fuck off! <laughs> I I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> Why aren't you fucking special? I'm gonna send the Wolf Boys over to your house to fuck you up, bud. I'm afraid no three wolves howling at a moon shirt. Not me. Yeah, keep interrupting. That's inside helpful. all of inside all of us are two bears. <laughs> you know, inside of us all, there's two wolves. 
Shannon, I have a movie. And, but you should, but you right. should go to the doctor because that's not healthy. Right, that's not I, good. I have a movie that we need to have you watch, Shannon. If you see don't. how no one else talks when someone is speaking, it's you know, fun fuck to work you, together Gary. that way. How you like that? Do you think you could work together that well? They speak very quietly. Hey, one this speaks, is your fault. Listen. This is that's polite. <laughs> I'm sorry, this I was is, watching the movie. Your, he was trying to interrupt the story about not interrupting. This <laughs> is your fault and that devil woman you're married to. It's your fault. Over 10 not, years you've been podcasting. Over I, 10 years. No, but today's special because I got a condition today. My, he got the hangover. No, I looked at Jed today. It's like, this is how my brain's working today. <laughs> Static's just... <laughs> Yeah. Shorting out. All right. Uh, let's, uh, uh, well, we've all talked about what we've been consuming. Um, uh, uh, Tony, did... Yeah, we, uh, got, we got some games this did, week. Well, my first question is, did uh, did Fortnite update on your Apple device on Friday? <laughs> you know, it sure oh, did not. Oh, It sure did not. I, I, can't, I can't figure out why, but it seems to be not working. Oh, oh. you did get Thor's hammer? Uh-uh. Yeah. Even no, Apple the, Apple yeah. booted Fortnite, and it's not good. No. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, basically uh, <laughs> Epic says it was a matter of principle that they, you know, that they pull it. And, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's not looking good. And it, and it is too bad because there is that Marvel update that came this weekend. Which yeah, you'll, you'll be able to play it on Switch, Xbox, PlayStation 4, um, Android, if you know how to sideload updates, oh. and PC. So the only platform that is 100% not available on is Apple platforms. Mm. All right. So any, uh, and I don't see an end to this happening. No, that's a, it's a developing story, and it's going to keep developing for a while. However, there is one sliver of good news for other developers that use the Unreal Engine on iOS and Mac. The uh, judge ruled that Apple cannot revoke the licensing to develop for that engine on those devices. Ah, so okay. other users will be able to still update their games and stuff, but Epic and Epic Games, uh, games are, they're booted. For now. Right. Uh, any other games? Yeah, this is actually a pretty interesting week. Um, Lee, you might be interested in this one coming out this week on PC. It's called Skyrim? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Iron Harvest. And it's... Ooh, uh, yummy! It's kind of a... Uh, Real-time strategy game, star, you know, kind of star. Uh, what's that? What's that one that everyone likes? Uh, Warcraft, Starcraft. It's kind of like Starcraft. Starcraft, except it's set in World War II times, where s- steampunk mechs have been sounds, created. Sounds like, sounds like dust. I don't know yeah, if you've maybe. seen the dust, the dust games. It's like if uh, the World War II was fought with steampunk engines and pinup yeah, girls. Yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. similar to that. So looks kind of cool. Uh, also coming out this week, if you're a big fan of the rally, uh, sport racing, you have WRC nine. Um, and this is one I'm kind of excited for Tony Hawk pro skater one and two remaster comes out this week. But is it going to have the same soundtrack? It's going to have about half of the same songs. Uh, they weren't able to get all the licensing for all of the songs, but it's got about half of the same songs from the first games and then new songs as well. That that's, fit into that same genre. Because that's the reason I like to watch people play that. Oh, the music was just gold. <laughs> oh, God. It, like They had like the circle jerks and shit on it. Yeah, just so like, good. 
Huh? And so they, they basically went through and totally redid the graphics on this game. It looks really good now, and they kept the same original uh, control st- style. So nice. you can so it still feels familiar. Uh, also coming out this week, if you like the basketballs, NBA 2K1 is coming out this week. But the big one that looks really neat and hopefully launches in a good state, I think it will, uh, Marvel's Avengers comes out this week. And it looks really cool. It uh, almost... Yeah, it apparently, I'm getting me... one. Oh, you getting one? Nice. Yeah, apparently. Uh, yeah. It almost makes me want to buy a video game. A console? <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I played the beta for it on PC, and uh, they patched it after I played. Um, not because of me or anything, but I mean, there was a patch released for a later beta that cleared up a lot of the issues I was seeing with how the game ran from what I was reading. So, <clears throat> coming out on Whoa. Xbox. Xbox, uh, PlayStation 4, PC, um, and Stadia, if there's anyone that still what, does Google Stadia. Which one Stadia. is the one where you could be Spider-Man? You have Sony, to get it on PS4. PlayStation. <clears throat> you want to play Spider-Man. Okay, so yeah. here's my other question. How many hands and fingers do I have to use to play this game? You will need to use two thumbs. At, l- at least two, two. Two index fingers. And possibly two uh, middle fingers, depending on how you hold your controller. Like Most people just use index fingers, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah like oh, he got him. Light <clears throat> him up. So, yeah, it looks really cool. Hopefully it, uh, it delivers. Uh, having played the beta, I think it will. So I will let you know. <clears throat> nice. Uh, all right, uh, Mr. B, if you if well, you'd like. And I want to say like one thing, and... You and Lee could shut the fuck up because you heard me talk about it 19 times last night. Let's see if we can um, guess what it is, Rebecca. A show. Okay, actually. Look, a show on HBO Max. Lovecraft Country. No. Um, Class Action Lee, Park. Lee, Lee and uh, you weren't there. Lee and you, Carrie. I'm trying to guess. Lee and Carrie. Oh, you guessed. Yes. yes. You, you did guess. Um, what was it? I, I, wa- I watched that. Class Action Park. Class oh. Action Park. Never heard of it. Um, is it good? What is it about? Oh, my God. It's a water park with no rules. But no, and it's so fucking 80s. Like, if you were a, like a, a teenager in the 80s. Is it scripted? No, it's, it's, no, it's a, a documentary. documentary. Oh, and, um, okay. It's about the most dangerous water park. They made a movie about it like two years ago starring Johnny Knoxville. Johnny I was going to say, this sounds like the Johnny Knoxville mm-hmm. movie. Right, so yeah. but, like, what it was is they loosely based it on, on that place because obviously Johnny Knoxville probably went there, right? Mm-hmm. And um, One would assume. So the movie was a loosely scripted kind of thing where Johnny Knoxville and people were doing... Well, it had like un- almost un- the whole cast of Jackass yeah, in the unscripted movie. Unscripted stunts. Yeah. But the documentary is people that were actually at this place. Oh. Like Chris Gethard is one of them, and he's hilarious. Oh, my God. And, like, just for example, they built a. And people in the 80s will remember these. One of those tube water slides, right? But this tube water slide had a loop in it. Like what? in the Colossus. No yeah. way. Yeah. And it only worked for specific weights. Yeah. 
They opened up the top and there were teeth, teeth embedded in the slide. <laughs> yeah. And so, These weren't um, engineers that designed this stuff, were no, it? was just it was like a, the guys oh, that owned the park. No, like, hey, let's was, put a loop in. It was a, um, and we've all learned about this this week, a crazy billionaire. Oh, jeez. Designed this shit, you know? And, um, uh, but yeah, like people were like, it was that that one slide was dangerous in two ways. If you weren't the right weight, you'd get stuck up at the top and fall. Mm-hmm. And then no, and then somebody would come and bang into you. Oh wait, was it a closed loop? Yes, a, a closed tube. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then <laughs> I gotta watch you, this. If you were the right weight, it would flip you around, and then you'd get fired out. <laughs> really fast so fucking fast <laughs> that people would hit the water and dislocate their shoulders i'm watching this to this shit. afternoon oh my it's god it's really and, good it's yeah. pretty good people died tony people died uh, uh people would like the um local uh, uh like ambulance people that would be like their station they just post up there they would sit there and wait for calls not well, just and- not necessarily from there, but they're like, we're going to get several calls from here. Yeah. Well, sure. and so nobody would insure this guy. Nobody would insure this water park, obviously. So the guy created his own insurance company to insure himself. <laughs> and it was like fraudulent. It, and, yeah, it was like in the Cayman Islands or something. Right. Wow. And also, all the staff that was supposed to keep people safe were like 15... Yeah, oh yeah, there were youths, New Jersey youths, all New banging youth. in a shack at the top of the yeah, water slide. There was a place where they would go and fuck up at the top of the. It's, it's and they were also. It's pronounced youths. Youths, and <laughs> they were also just drunk and stoned. The whole time. time. All right. Yeah. You and don't have amazing. to twist. You don't have to twist them out any further. I'm going to watch this. All um, right. A fun fact: one of our good friends. <laughs> And listeners, Mark Dago, he went to Action Park. Oh, shit, Ooh. did he? Yeah. And he says, I just got a couple of bruises. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mr. B, close this out. Okay. This is the rarity. You, I'm not doing a ham thing this week. Mm. I think this is the second time ever. Um, I just want to say thank you. Chadwick, rest in power, and let's all be more Chadwicky. Love y'all. <laughs>